0: You are Locked On Wolverines, your daily podcast on the Michigan Wolverines, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's Thursday, so you know what that means. It's supposed to mean doing two podcasts today, but I already did one, the uh, Locked On Big Ten. So I don't know if I have two in me today. Uh, so here's what we're going to do is we're going to do this today. It's the mailbag, of course, the Michigan mailbag. We are going to get to the uh, the makeup show. is going to be Saturday morning before all the games start. It's going to be the first thing I do on Saturday morning. Uh, apologies for some of the delays this week. It's uh, Everything got thrown a little topsy-turvy due to Labor Day and a uh, press conference being earlier than expected and a bunch of other things. Anyhow, we have an action-packed episodes today because we actually have a game to talk about so there's a lot to get into let's start with our leaders and best and by the way added three people from the victors of valiant to the leaders and best so congratulations to those who uh made it up and in uh and for asking questions every week i imagine it's been over a year uh so we will get to those when we get to them but let's start with james crudup at james crudup six harbaugh said he wants his best players back there returning uh kicks and punts with that being said if you were in charge would you pull blake from kick return to avoid what seems to be an unnecessary risk no i wouldn't and harbaugh also said you know pointed out to like antonio brown uh being a guy who uh returned kicks and punts obviously jabril peppers is still doing it he did it for michigan he's doing it still for uh new york uh but uh i wouldn't because here's the thing it's when was the last time that you can point to a Michigan player, aside from Ronnie Bell, getting injured on a kicker punt? Right? It's been an extremely long time. I can't think of one. Uh, maybe there's someone I'm forgetting, but uh, when I was on with Anthony Bellino on the huge show, uh, I couldn't think of anybody. So to me, it's just, that's just it, it just was something that happened, right? It, I don't think it was because it was a kicker punt, it wasn't like he got hit on a uh, particular. in in something very particular as far as Ronnie Bell is concerned, a particular type of thing that's endemic to a kick or a punt, right? He was uh, in the middle of – it could have just been a receiving play, that injury, you know what I mean? So I don't think it's that much of an issue. Uh, I think that you want your best guys back there. Uh, You want your most electric guys back there. Uh, I mean, you don't want your quarterback (laughs) to be out there. But otherwise, uh, I mean, you you see it all the time with – Big time players doing it. Um, if I recall, uh, I mean, heck, Ohio State's putting Travion Henderson back there right now. I mean, he's a five star. I know he's a freshman, but I mean, you consider him to be an electric type of guy. Uh, usually, you have your electric type players do that, have that role. So, I have no problem with it. I think they should continue. Josh Bargejadeki, Washington will be a big step up in defensive competition. How many points would it take to be a successful outing for Gaddis and company? I don't have a good answer here because. To me it's kind of like you know what if they win the game, no matter what that's th- that's the thing right all all phases of the game working together. if you want to rephrase and say at what point would I be impressed anything above thirty uh because you're looking at some of the some of the games that Washington i don't, I used to have it pulled up here i don't think I do right now let's see if I can do it very quickly um Washington had given up uh quite a few points to some teams last year i mean they were averaging they were averaging a uh, 25 point uh points a game relinquished every single week in their four games last year uh so uh exactly 25 they gave up uh 21 to oregon state they gave up 27 to arizona they gave up 24 to utah and 31 to stanford to stanford who has not been good like last year you look at what stanford I mean, Stanford put up an average of 29.3. Uh, they they only put up 14 points against Oregon. Uh, they put up 24 against Cal. They put up 31 against Washington, 27 against Oregon State. And then that b- number was bolstered hugely by UCLA, which they put up 48 in a win. So uh, I think if they can get above 30, that's the point when I would be really, truly impressed, right? So uh, I think that that's... Uh, I don't know that that will necessarily happen or not, but honestly, you know, if, they, if they win, if the offense because like I, I love the offense, for instance, in 2016, right? But you look at some of the, uh, some of the scores and some of the, the bigger games against tougher defenses, 14-7 against Washington. The offense moved the ball, but they just couldn't finish. So I think it's just it depends on what the offense is doing, I, in my opinion. My brother Metal Michael Wolf at M Wolf 21. After J.J. threw the touchdown pass, Cade was one of the first people to congratulate him on the sidelines. Is this a sign of the culture change in the program? Uh, maybe, uh, because I don't think – I remember an anecdote, and I shared this with um, Cole Kubelik before he called the uh, – he asked he asked me if I had any anything to to share about Joe Milton, like any anecdotal what have you. And uh, I had said uh, – I was told when he was a freshman – as they were going into fall camp that Joe was fighting tooth and nail uh, with the idea about having to play against uh, or not play against, but to, uh, to room with another one of his quarterbacks. He considered them all competition, right? I'm sure he got along fine with the other quarterbacks, but uh, I do think it's, you're, you know, we always heard about guys being happy for other guys' success. I think that's what you're seeing. And I think that that certainly is part of it. It's more certainly a team-first attitude rather than a uh, something else, right? Instead of being a selfish, I want to do what I want to do. Jimmy Whitner at Jimmy Whitner one. Do you think we'll see an alternative uniform on Saturday? Uh, I I would bet on it because I mean night game. They've been showing that they intend on having uh, alternative uniforms. So I I would, I would bet that they will have an alternative uniform. I would guess all blue. I mean, I don't think it's going to be like alternative. I just think they'll wear alternative pants. Really? Number two, would you be more surprised by a Michigan blowout win or loss or Michigan close win or loss? Uh, I would be more surprised by a Michigan blowout, but right now, because it's game two, uh, I think all things are still on the table, but I mean, if Michigan goes out and just trounces Washington, yeah, that, that I think would be a really surprising situation. Um, I, I, I haven't made my mind up as far as what I'm predicting, but I think anything above two scores would be really surprising in this one. But I don't think it would necessarily be that surprising because I don't, I, I don't necessarily have a ton of faith that Washington is what we saw in 2016, the, the team that went to the college football playoff. So, uh, And especially because they are really short-handed at receiver in particular. And they, obviously they just lost to an FCS team. So, but I still think that Michigan's going to get their best shot. So I would be more surprised by a blowout win. Um, I would be surprised by a blowout loss. I will say that too. I think that the the team is good enough that if they do lose, it will be a close one. I would be surprised if they get ran out of the ran out of the stadium because what we saw looked really promising last week. Uh, so I think that if we see something that kind of uh, makes you think that okay, that's not going to be the um, that that's not going to work, you know, be the same type of deal. I think that would be pretty surprising. Number three, do you think the outcome of this game will affect your overall season outlook? Uh, 100%. It'll 100% affect my season outlook. There's no way it doesn't because uh, if they lose this game, uh, I, I'm going to chalk in, keep, keep in, in Penn, uh, Wisconsin, Penn State, uh, as being losses. Obviously, uh, the, the thickest ink is already... In there for Ohio State uh, until something tells me otherwise. Uh, But uh, like, if Ohio State starts losing games in Michigan and enters that game 11 and 0, obviously that's subject to change. Despite my uh, keeping a cooler head about myself, but uh, if they lose this game, certainly it will completely affect my overall season outlook. Finishing out Jimmy Wittner's questions before we get to our new leaders and best. I will be in Ann Arbor Friday until Sunday. Any places to eat with one place where I can get great wings. Uh, Mr. Spots would probably be the one I would go to. There's another place. I think it's called Ann Arbor Wing Company. I'm trying to remember as far as wings are concerned. I, I don't remember. I order DoorDash from there, but it's over on Washtenaw, uh over in the uh Arborland area, to my knowledge. Uh, as far as the best place, the, the place that I would say go, go, go. I've said it on this program before, Frida Batitos downtown. Uh, I got to give some love to uh, my roommate who is weightlifting right in front of me and say who, he's one of the owners of Regents Field. Uh, I would say that uh, go to Regents Field if you want a sports bar uh, type atmosphere. Uh, it's, uh, it's an awesome, awesome place. Uh, let me think, where else would be a place that I would say definitely go to? I mean you can't go wrong with some of the normal haunts uh brown jug good time charlie's btb burrito uh i order a lot from btb burrito uh personally if you like that california style uh mexican food but uh those would be oh and breakfast jagged fork 100 you got to go to jagged fork especially if it's saturday morning i have actually never eaten inside of there i've always ordered takeout there but it, they have the best breakfast in town i am telling you that right now all right, so on to our new people, KRT at Farmark 84. We saw JJ get some action in the third quarter of the Western Michigan game, mainly because the game was in hand. Although it did seem like it was earlier in the game than backups got in previously. Do you think JJ will get in the game against at all against Washington? I know I get a similar question later, but obviously you get to get it in first. Um, I, I I I it went about what I expected, right? Because that's a I think we talked about this before, or I at least had this conversation before with somebody that's about when we saw backups tend to get in in 2016, when games were obviously going Michigan's way, the quarterback would get one drive in the third quarter, and then you'd see the other come in. Um, I don't think that you'll necessarily see JJ in this game against Washington, unless it's a Michigan has the game in hand. Uh, if they do, then of course I think they'll, they'll find a way to get him in. But, uh, I think that this is going to be the first time that you really get to see Cade all the way through. There's other games that you can get JJ in, right? There's NIU. uh, If you want to retain his red shirt, of course, you know, you got NIU, obviously. Uh, I don't know yet what Rutgers is going to look like. We'll know a lot more about, uh, the Scarlet Knights when they play Syracuse, uh, this week. Um, but, uh, you know, look at Northwestern is another game where you could probably get him in. And, uh, that, you know, we'll see what happens from there. I'm sure there'll be another blowout win in there somewhere uh where you can get him that fourth game. Brandon at Brandon S616, any idea when to expect basketball tickets to go on sale? I have no idea. I have no idea what happens with ticketing. Uh, I could tell you with football tickets I tend to uh I think it's usually like what mid to late spring. Uh and that's only because I've bought football tickets uh when they've gone on sale before but other than that I have no idea Continuing, I think the biggest and most important question after last week is, obviously, do you think Mr. Brightside is dumb? Rolling on the floor laughing. That's an emoji there. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> That's the, the best thing I can say. I mean, it's it, it. hey, it's something. I just think it's interesting because it came out the week that uh, Michigan lost to Michigan State in 2017. That's the first time it happened. Uh, but... Uh, I think it's fine. I don't care. You know, I think there is probably, there's a lot of people that don't like it. And I think whether they are old blue hairs or not, they have the mentality of old blue hairs. If, uh, if the student section likes doing it fine, kind of weird that it's a song that's like 14 years old or so, um, 15 years old, not like a, a, a more recent song. Not that I can think of a more recent song that would fit, but it's whatever. I'm glad, although I saw some people angry about it on Facebook, I'm glad that they took, that they stopped doing the, the team banner and uh, the Bo speech. Cause I, like I've said, the, the reverence was too much. And I, you know, I, I, I grew up watching Bo Schembechler football and, and everything, but there's, there's a point in which you get a little too mired into, into the past. And I feel like you have to look forward to some point. So uh that that was the point that i liked finishing us out in the for our leaders and best jonathan joseph at J. joseph 2156 who is the one person you would like to see more on the field against washington that didn't get a ton of playing time against western um i got chided a little bit from steve Klinkscale scale <laughs> yesterday because i said what's uh, dj turner got to do to earn a little more playing time he's like i think he played a lot didn't he and he, he didn't really register as far as a guy that got in with the ones I want to, you know, the, for all the talk of what the ones were doing, we didn't really see him that often. Uh, I wonder if I can pull up, let's see my snap counts here. Uh, DJ Turner was 11th on the snap count list. Uh, he had 29 total snaps. Uh, so looking at some of the snaps, I mean, yeah, I guess he had more snaps than some other guys, but, uh, Mike Morris and, uh, Jalen Harrell and uh, Braden McGregor intrigue me I want to see those guys and Julius Welshoff I thought he played a lot more he only had nine I'm looking at PFF snap counts he only got nine snaps I felt like I saw him out there more than that but I guess I did not Um, so those would be the guys that I would answer all right we have to continue on we've got this is gonna be a long freaking episode i'm telling you right now right now we're looking at probably 45 minutes that's where we're at anyway rockauto.com is a family business they've been serving auto parts on uh, customers online for 20 years go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers they have everything from engine control modules to brake parts to tail lamps motor oil even new carpet whether it's for your classic or daily driver get everything you need and a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door the RockAuto.com catalog is unique. It's also remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle. Choose the brands, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at RockAuto.com are always reliably low, and they are the same for professionals and for do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to RockAuto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, box? So they know that we sent you. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Alright, we've got a ton more coming up. Uh, for those in the Victor's Valley, don't feel bad if I didn't put you up there. It's uh, it, it wasn't a slight. Um, uh, there are certainly couple names that i wanted to throw up there but i just didn't uh it's i felt like the others were were deserve. i feel like you're deserving too because a lot of you ask questions on a weekly basis as well so uh jim at jim in the north has multiple questions which uh i always love so he'll we'll start out with his who would you like to see as michigan's new broadcasters next year will you apply i certainly won't i could not i could not do that job right i couldn't do play-by-play nor color commentary Color commentary for me would be very Yeah, you see why the guy is just real. He he did it. <laughs> you know. Um as far as who I'd like to see, I I think Doug Doug Karsh really deserves being a play by play guy. Uh I, I I would be really excited to see him get that job. Uh i and i I'll go with Karsh and Jansen, right? Promote the guys down on, on the field. As much as I'll miss seeing them on the field, that would be cool to to see them upstairs. Um And, uh, which is where I will be this week. I will not be on the sidelines, but, uh, yeah, that they, that would be who I'd like to see, uh, continuing. I keep hearing Michigan's offense isn't modern. I honestly don't know what that means. Can you explain? Uh, I think when, when people think modern, they think throwing the ball all over the place air raid, which has been around for 30 something years, Michigan's offense is modern. It It is. It, it's 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 been modern even Jim Harbaugh's pro style ver, uh off offense that we saw in 15 16 in particular more so than 17 18 uh that was a modern version of a pro style michigan's offense is plenty modern uh i don't the people that say that it isn't it, they they just they think throw first rather than run first which is what it is right now but it's a pro spread. It has a mixture of some pro-style pro elements, spread elements. We'll get into more of that with another question down the line here. Is it too early to judge the Sharon more offensive line? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> Let's see him against uh, – I mean, it's a, that was a really good defensive line they went up against, as Jim Harbaugh told everybody. You know, they, they generate a lot of pressure. They did not generate very much pressure at all uh, this past game. Uh, but, yeah, let's wait until they play Washington and Wisconsin and Penn State, some other teams that have some really good, good offensive uh, defensive lines. Finishing from Jim, my Spartan friends are crowing. Is MSU the real deal? We'll know more in the coming weeks with MSU. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. They looked really impressive in week one. Uh, it, but I knew that Northwest – this isn't taking away from MSU. I'm saying MSU looked impressive uh northwestern i thought was going to take a big step back i think they're taking a bigger step back than i anticipated but uh we'll see how michigan state handles miami miami certainly looked pedestrian against alabama but that's alabama miami comes up to michigan state and smacks michigan state then no if michigan state does to miami what they just did to to northwestern that's a different deal right So I I certainly am upping where I think Michigan State falls in the Big Ten totem pole, but I don't want to be too reactionary from one game. Jacob Heminger at Heminger Jacob. I see a lot of talk about Washington defense being good. I don't see it, though, at least in terms of rush defense. Last year they gave up 160 yards per game, and this year uh, gave up 120-plus to an FCS. Do you feel like this is uh feel like this good uh could just be another run wild game for the michigan backs they they do have a good defense but it the last two years haven't been what or year plus seven games or five sorry five games rather have not necessarily shown them to look what they can do um i think that uh I think that this could be an opportunity. I'm not anticipating that it's going to be another 300-yard game. Uh, I'd I'd like to see something at the end that's close to 200, but it might not be that high. I I do think this is a really good test. I do think the defense is good. I don't think it's necessarily elite, but I think that they have a really good front. They got a really good linebacker in there. His name escapes me right now. Continuing more likely, Hutch with more than two sacks or two or more interceptions. I'll, I'll go with the interceptions, uh, even though there were no turnovers last week. Hutch had one sack. I predicted two. Um, Washington gave up a bevy of both sacks as well as interceptions. Listen, that's a better offensive line. That's like all seniors. It's kind of shocking that they were as bad as they were. I think that they'll look a little bit better, but I still think that they'll give up pressure, and I think that uh, that will open up the door, especially home crowd. Uh, for Michigan and all of the noise, I think that certainly this could be a situation where you start to see the pressure maybe get to Dylan Morris a little bit. Assuming Sam Heward, I mean, I think it would be a disaster for them if they put Sam Heward in, even though he's a five-star. Uh, Zach Woodruff at Zach Woodruff 3, what are your thoughts on the 2021-22 uh, seasons being similar to 15-16? Uh, I definitely think that there is... Um, I definitely think that there... <laughs> that that uh, that's a possibility but we'll have to see what happens here but i could see i could see mich like i think michigan if it comes out with a fire every game and doesn't have that letdown like we've seen in some previous years if it gets sharp play from quarterback if they're able to run the ball there's no reason why they can't win more than a lot of us are projecting be out or be on the high side of what i'm projecting the 9 and 3 and then next year if whether it's cade or JJ or whoever, I think that you could take that next step forward still. Uh continuing. Uh, also is there an injury curse for guests on the Prepare to Be A Maze podcast? You know, honestly, I haven't listened to it yet. So was Ronnie on the first episode or anything? Uh I, I don't I don't know. Who who's on the next one? I don't know. All blues are all maze units for this Saturday. If I had to guess, it'd be all blues. Because it just seems like that's gonna happen. Rookie at H Warchant. I would like to see our offensive rushing go off again on Saturday night. What is the one thing you would like to see? Uh I'd like to see a little bit more passing. Cade had 136 yards, JJ had eighty. Uh I'd like to see I'd like to see the same as you, and I'd like to see that more than than the pass game, but I would like to see a little bit more of a punishing uh aerial attack. And uh I mean obviously I want them to 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 do what they think is their identity which is run the ball i think you've got the backs to do it i think that's a safer way to get things done you know the old woody hayes quote you know three things yeah three things can happen when you throw the ball and two of them are bad uh so i would like to see uh i would like to see maybe more passing as long as it stays efficient and they stay mistake free Brandon Carpenter at Big House Go Blue underscore more running talk was all the running against Western Michigan a smokescreen to allow them to show more against Washington. I would imagine a play action on play one would be open after last week. Uh, I mean, I think they'll throw the ball more than they did last week, but I do think that that's the that running the ball is what this team's identity is. So I think that just is what it is. Uh, I I don't uh, I don't know if I have any more. I do think they'll throw the ball more than they did, uh, assuming. But this is assuming that they're not running wild, right? Like if they if they can run wild on Washington, then they won't throw the ball. They'll save that for another day. But uh, I think it just depends and uh, what happens early on. But yeah, I'd love to see that a play action right out the gates. Maybe you're calling it, calling your shot. Bishop Sycamore Junior at the underscore Mike B underscore Show last year, whiskey destroyed us at home in front of a lot of high profile recruits. Uh, there were no high profile recruits there, by the way. Uh, they there were some in town watching at uh, at a bar, but no, that it, was not. It was not, uh, it was not uh, in front of a high high profile recruits. There were no recruits in the building. Uh, double exclamation mark, bold prediction. We beat Washington in a similar fashion this year in what's perhaps our most decorated visitors list in a very long time. Thanks, love the show. Uh, I mean, obviously that would be great. It'd be great for business for me. but we'll see uh appreciate it tyler at t underscore force one isaiah why do people hate running the football that was beautiful pound the rock control the game uh because I, i think probably in a big in large part of what happened in 2018 right people loved it when it was like they're michigan's just gonna run nothing you're gonna be able to do about it they're just gonna do it and you're just gonna have to deal with it i think that that a lot of people uh after what ohio state did and the fact that michigan couldn't come back quickly I think that that's, uh, that's the thing, right? Michigan was able to come back a little bit, but not nearly enough. They weren't able to go tit for tat. So uh, I think that's probably why I'd like to know that Michigan has the ability to uh, to have a quick passing game, but I agree with you. Spencer Whitmore at Spencer Whitmore heard anything about alternative uniform Saturday night. I haven't heard anything, but obviously we've discussed that over under uh, for JJ. Snaps this weekend. he has it at five. I'm going to go. Ooh, five, because that's just that could just be if Michigan has the game put away. I'm gonna go under. I think they're gonna try to I think that this is just one of those games, unless it's broken way open, redshirt's gonna be retained. I don't I don't think they're in any hurry to burn his red shirt. Mark Z at Mark Zimke. This debate about Cade being a game manager is getting a little old if no miracles are necessary and he doesn't need a game-winning fourth-quarter TD. What is the issue? He definitely wasn't a game manager versus Rutgers last year. How do you see it? Uh, like I've said before, and again, I don't remember who said this originally, he's, I think he's more of a Shape Patterson than anything. I think he's a gamer. I haven't seen a lot of people calling him a game manager, but that's, I definitely don't think that's what he is. I mean, he broke the... Uh, the passing record in the state of Nevada. And I know my people might say, well, that's Nevada. Keeping in mind that Bishop Gorman High School, which is one of those IMG Academy types, had Tate Martell and Dorian Thompson Robinson. Uh, that, uh, that's obviously in the state of Nevada. Las Vegas has a couple big schools. So, uh no, I don't think he's a, a game manager. I just don't think that there's been... They, they haven't asked him to do much yet. But I, I think that... I think that, in a way, you kind of want a guy who's going to be do what he did this last week, not make a lot of mistakes, not, you know, if the run game's working again, you don't have to do a ton with that. I missed this last week, so we're doing it this week. Chase Glasser by Instagram. Do you think some of the do-more-say-less frustration comes not from the players talking, but the seemingly blatantly false camp hype that leads to disappointment? seem to come to a head with multiple media personalities making Joe Milton as Cam Newton comps last year and Don Brown's fastest defense ever the year before because I agree the team doesn't talk as so much as people act like they do. I don't think it's that. So here's the thing. The people like Joe Milton is Cam Newton, like, okay, I'm somewhat guilty of that, but and I, I can't imagine a lot of other people are uh, that are in the local media. Urban Meyer was the one who said that, right? Urban Meyer is the one who came out and was like, this guy is Cam Newton. That's, so, I mean, I think you hear Urban Meyer say it. He said it before and after the Minnesota game. That, that's one thing. Uh, I didn't really think it was going to be Don Brown's fastest defense ever, but here's the thing. We report what they say. There's a difference between beat writing and opinion columnists. Beat writers, we are, what I do some opinion stuff, but very little. In print, you get more of my opinions on the show, or in morning, uh, morning drip. But uh, what you're gonna get more so from beat writers is this guy is saying this. You're not gonna get uh, you, you're you're so like if you're looking to an Angelique column to try to figure, you know, to to figure out what her opinions are, you're not really gonna get that right. She's not giving you her opinions. She's telling you what the people said. And you're not going to have many coaches and players bad mouthing their own team. So you have to parse through it kind of on your own. Um, sometimes you do get coaches that say, hey, we need to be better. Mike Zordich used to do that. But yeah. Anyhow, we are already at 30 some minutes, just about. So we still got a lot more coming. Maybe we won't hit 45, but we're going to hit a pretty high number here. Uh, hey, guys. So there are a few things in life that just aren't fun to talk about. One of them is excessive sweating. You know, when you're just sweating through your shirts for no reason, it's embarrassing, right? Some of you may know I have personally dealt with this. When I speak in, speak in public, I can't help but sweat through my shirt. Uh, honestly, it just take a walk around the block and it's bad. Now, listen, I know this isn't life and death and there are much worse problems in the world, but let's be honest, in the moment it feels like a big deal. Nobody likes to put out during an important speech, interview, or God forbid, first date. I'd much rather not worry about it. That's why I use sweat block antiperspirant wipes. Probably should have worked, used them before I was on the field last week. So I entered the press conference and everyone's like, you're sweaty, man. Sweat block is stronger and more effective than most clinical antiperspirants. You simply apply it at night before bedtime, go to bed, and the next morning you wake up, wash, and go about your day without worrying about sweat, guaranteed. I know this will sound too good to be true, but I literally only have to use sweat block once or twice a week. It keeps me dry the whole time. No more pitting out, no more picking my shirts based on which ones will hide sweat better. If you or someone you love is dealing with this, you have to check out Sweat Block. Get it today for 20% off at sweatblock.com with promo code Locked On, or get it at Amazon or CVS. Additionally, guess what? It's that time of year again. Football is back. NFL is back today. By the time that y'all are listening to this, this game will be on. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys, it's happening. As always, but online. Dot .ag is your number one spot for all the pro and college football this action. Action this season? Wow, good job. <laughs> Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including the half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest open now at BetOnline. Head over to BetOnline.ag. Use your mobile device. Do whatever you want to sign up today. Use the promo code LOCKDOWN. Receive your 100% welcome bonus. Be sure to take advantage of today's, if it's still available, when you hear this p- opening day, Super pro uh, Probo equals Make a Bet on... Uh, between Tampa Bay and Dallas. And if you lose your wager, will be refunded up to $25. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports from football, basketball, boxing, right to horse racing. Don't wait. Take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Right. Let's do it. Let's finish it out. Last ones, couple regulars, but a m- couple new people as well. Start with a new person. Cool breeze at K breeze fifteen. Why does machine keep running the read option without actually doing any reading? They just seem to uh, be going with a fake. Uh, seem to be a fake read option team. Uh, I mean, it's a wrinkle. They've they've done the read option. Uh, it, they were doing the same kind of thing in 2018, and then suddenly against Wisconsin, they actually broke it out. Uh, keeping in mind in 2019, the read option was there. Uh, and the reason why the quarterback didn't keep is because Shea Patterson got injured on the very first play of the game, um, and so I think it's just it's it's just like anything with football, you show something and someone's got to prepare for it. The other teams are going to be watching and say, "All right," you know, "they looks like they're running a read option," you know, but they'll they'll sit there and check the box and say, "Okay," but they they tend to not they tend to not actually have the quarterback keep, and then what happens? When the quarterback keeps, goes for a big play. It's like what happened against Wisconsin in 2018. Jordan Whitley with the team. If so, is he expected to contribute? Uh, he was out there for a few snaps in uh, the last game. Pro Football Focus said he was only out there for three, but I think he was out there for a couple more than that. Um, I, do, I I remember him out there for one drive. I got. I, I don't think I got any good pictures of him, but I tried to get pictures of him while he was out there. But he was out there. Stu Gatz at X-Men 86 was the over-under for how many times Caden Colasar actually touches the ball on punt return. Uh, probably, probably slim. Just based off of what Jim Harbaugh had said this week about Caden and how he wants to, uh, how he want, how he wants to keep. Uh, he wants he wants to put him out there more as the as a rusher. You know, cause he said he's their best rusher, so he doesn't want to always have him out there. All kidding aside, Henning and Wilson or even Andrew Anthony aren't a better option. I mean, they'll they'll find another option. It's just an in game switch, right? So. Uh, but he continues, hardball playing legacy favorites here, this has to stop. Uh again, I don't I don't think it's that that big of a deal. Um it, it what it would it would be a bigger deal if that didn't if it came at a different time and if like he was trotted out there as the number one guy right out the gates. But I mean they had a guy injured. You go with another guy that you know is gonna be able to field the ball. That's important. Um, so I would imagine you're gonna see AJ Henning back there. That's my guess. Tommy Hudson at Huddy21 is John Donovan from Washington as bad of an offensive coordinator as as he's being made out to be. Thoughts on Michigan being able to shut down Washington's offense after seeing what Montana did. I think they're going to give you a much better showing on Saturday, number one. Number two, I mean, he's he's a new offensive coordinator. It always takes more time for when there's a new offensive coordinator in particular, always takes them more time to get their the offense installed, unless the offense is literally the exact same, right? Uh, but uh, I I think that uh, there's certainly we'll see this week, right? <laughs> I guess we'll. It, it was a disaster for them last week, so I don't know. I haven't watched. I didn't even watch a second of that game because it was on Pac-12 Network. Unrefined pirate American football basketball musical score. Some emojis in there at twenty roar. What's your over/under for this game? I don't gamble, by the way. I'm assuming you mean score-wise. Oh, I have no idea. Let's say I think it would be wise to put it around 38 and a half. Yeah, that's what I would put it. Um, I don't know what I don't know if I would go with the over or under. I have no idea. Did you watch the Washington game film? I just I guess I answered that inadvertently. So what's your impression of the D-line? Uh, obviously, I can't do that. Who is the who is the surprise in a good way, defensive player this game? Um, I thought David Ajabo looked pretty good aside from the penalty. Um, and uh, I know someone's going to uh, – I'll save that one. But um, I liked what Mozzie did as well. And Dakai Hill Green, as you know, if you listened to the PFF episode the other day, I I, I – they didn't grade him out very well but I thought he played really well. I guess the, you know what the my big surprise would be Vincent Gray because it seemed like he was splitting time with DJ Turner and I thought that he had the look of that he had the the, the look of what you expect for a Michigan cornerback. So I guess Vincent Gray would probably be my main one. Who's the next likely man up at wide receiver? Uh I think uh I, I get the same with punt return. I think AJ Henning it's his time. I know that uh, Roman Wilson got more time last year. I'm sure he, if I look at, uh, if I was to take a look at the the grades uh, offensively and uh, here and look at the snap counts, let's see here. I would bet that Roman Wilson still had more snaps than A.J. Henning. A.J. Yeah, Henning had 11. Roman Wilson had 32. So, although Henning obviously had the big play. I mean, Wilson had a, one big play, too. Henning graded out pretty high. You know, offensively, he got a seventy-nine point three to Roman Wilson sixty-one point one. Henning and Wilson had similar blocking scores, uh. But I'm gonna go with Henning. That's just a that's a, a guess, on my end. But I just feel like I mean they they brought him out to us on Monday. I mean they gave us Wilson on Tuesday, but still. Uh. All right, Robert at thirty-five. Robert sixteen. Does the Washington loss make this game a must-win? Absolutely, uh, I think if Washi—if if, if if this was a little bit different, like Notre Dame in 2018, it, you don't want to lose to a team that lost to an FCS team. Like that does not—that does not bode well for the psyche. They need to go and especially because it's at home in front of fans. They need to take care of business at home. Reverse what happened last year. They've already got a good start on that, but absolutely has to be. That's a must win. Yes, I agree. Andrew, Pierre, Tom. At Pierre Tom, I believe that by season's end, Mike Morris is going to be known as the breakout player on defense. That was the name I was going to mention, but I wanted to let you have that. Uh, I know it's just one game, but are you sticking with your projected breakout players for the season? No, I have no, you know, it, it's always the projected breakout. Sometimes it's informed from, you know, camp fodder. Uh, I didn't talk to anyone during camp this year at all. So a lot of it was just kind of based off of, like, what are you getting from, from guys, you know? So, I mean, I'm sticking with, obviously, the uh, the, the ones that uh, got, got mentioned to to me. I, I, I guess, you know, you t- I talked to a few people at, like, the Tough Event or whatever, but obviously there were, there was, they were really high on Mozzie. Uh, David Ajabo is the guy that Aiden Hutchinson said. Uh, David Ajabo and Andrell Anthony is who Andrew Stuber said. So you know we'll, we'll see, but yeah, like that's the great thing is guys can take things a big step forward, especially if practice is as hard as the games, you know, some guys might take that, you know, if guys, as long as guys are doing well in practice, that's a good omen for what happens in the games. You know what I mean? Adam Casel Adam underscore Casel. If Washington scores more than seven and Michigan scores fewer than 13 is the season loss sarcasm. Uh, What's the score line that'll impress you on Saturday? My thought is a fourteen-plus point victory. Yeah, I'd say that. I mean, if they win like twenty twenty-eight to fourteen or uh, twenty-seven to thirteen, I mean, I, those are just fourteen-point spreads. But yeah, I think if they can win by two scores or more, and it has to be two touchdowns worth, not not ten. Uh, but if they can win by fourteen, then yeah, I I, I would definitely be impressed by that. Do the players seem more focused than heading into Michigan State last year or is it impossible to tell? No, they seem they seem very very much more focused, very much the we haven't done anything yet. You know, we have to do something. I didn't get that impression coming out of the Michigan State game. It was a lot more celebration coming out of the Michigan State game to my recollection of, yeah, that's what, you know, what we did. That's what we've been telling you we get, we can do. And now you have guys saying, like, we haven't done anything. So – you know, great. You know, we got to win. Great doesn't mean anything if we lose this game. KM at Keith underscore nineteen oh six. You hear any buzz about Mike Morris during camp? I was very impressed by him on Saturday. Yeah, we did hear some about him. He was definitely mentioned in the same breath as uh, as uh, Taylor Upshaw and some of those others. So <laughs> my favorite thing is I I I, I got a picture. It, this is before he, you know, this is his first time in uniform in a game. It was the, before the middle Tennessee game in 2019, it's very much that, uh, happy Gilmore, you know, sh- shooter McGavin going up against, uh, what's his name? I don't remember his real name, but the guy who played jaws in the, uh, in the, uh, bond series, it's like, you know, good for happy Gil. Oh my God. <laughs> That's seeing Mike Morris in person is in uniform is like that. Uh, got a very intimidating picture of him as a freshman and i i remember at uh the citrus bowl i think it was when we were at the uh the arcade because the players got to go and have arcade games and everything i told him about that and i was like dude what is it's like <laughs> like i saw you as a recruit and i was not intimidated by you and then i saw you in uniform as a freshman and uh, you know the first game of the year and i was intimidated by you but he was i mean he was injured that first year so you know this is kind of like his time to to start coming on you know third year that's when you expect a guy like him to start to come on uh band brad x for rainbow i'm sure some of those are emojis percentage of people actually wearing maize i'm putting it at 60 percent. i think you probably nailed it i think there will be a bunch of people wearing some maize but it will there will definitely be random colors sprinkled throughout michigan fans do not do a good job with the maize it's not like Penn State with the white out. Granted, whiteout is so much easier cuz you can just throw on a white shirt. Maze, you have to actually go up, you know, go out and buy a maze shirt if you don't have it. Granted, think you should do it if you don't have it. My first game ever was 2006. Uh it was the the Big 10 opener against Wisconsin. I went to the game. I was initially I was wearing a a blue Michigan shirt that I got from Mden, I think. And uh as soon as like we got up to the student section I saw everyone was wearing maize I immediately went out into the, one of the little Mden trailers and bought a student shirt cuz I didn't buy student tickets that year I didn't know I hadn't been to a game I didn't know right I just so uh hopefully the people that don't have maize shirts that they'll go and get some but I've seen even at some of the basketball games when they've had uh had maize outs they they've put maize shirts on every seat and I see Michigan fans some of them being like some more of the old blue hairs right they look they like oh cool free shirt Put it in their backpack. Like, come on. Get with the times, people. Uh, All right. I know I already answered this one. (laughs) Darcy Henry, at Darcy Henry 22. Actually, I didn't answer this exactly. What song, in your opinion, should replace Mr. Brightside? You don't want to ask me. I listen to metal. Like, I'd pick, like, an O Sleeper song that no one's ever heard of that everyone would scream along to. But otherwise, I mean, I don't. Whatever people like that they like to sing along to, I don't really care, right? Just... You know, people act like yeah. now. Do I think Enter Sandman is awesome? A hundred percent. I mean, I'm a Metallica guy. I grew up listening to Metallica and Megadeth and Joe Satriani and and eventually Corn and all of that stuff. The the new metal. But uh I I don't know that there's like another really cool option, right? I I don't know. I don't I don't think it matters that much, to be honest. Like if people want to sing Mr. Brightside, let people sing Mr. Brightside. Rob Anto at Rob Anto one, which wide receiver would you expect to fill in the most for Ronnie? I know I answered that a million times. It's AJ. I know I don't screen these that well uh, or put them all in a, in a lump, especially because we have more questions than I've ever had. I think on this uh, particular episode, which is cool. But anyway, Fetball fan at T Hound seven seventeen seventy six 1776, 48. Where's Washington's greatest strength on defense and how does that impact Michigan's offense? I'd say it's up front. But at the same time, people have been able to run against them. They've got a lot of bulk up front. Granted, Vita Vea is not there anymore, so maybe that's just the perception, kind of like what people think about Wisconsin, right? Like, oh, the run game. And Wisconsin's run game last year was okay, right? And maybe it will be awesome this year with Ches Malusi. I have more faith in him than Jalen Berger, but I digress. Um, I think they have some speed at the corner position as well, but Uh, ultimately, I mean, they didn't let up a lot when it came to the passing game, but how good is Montana throwing the ball? I'm not really sure. Um, all right, let's finish out above 45 minutes. Longest show ever. Me, (laughs) not me as in me. That's just what it's listed at. At JWC 6160, Kate is not going to pull a shade and keep handing it to the uh, running back with the D slamming down all season, right? I mean, he might. I would have bet, though, at one t- at one point he's not right. It's the, like I said earlier about the Wisconsin uh, game in 2018. It's uh, I I think they're showing read option to eventually be able to actually utilize that. But uh, nonetheless, it's uh, sometimes you sometimes you have plays that aren't meant to be. You know, they're not always every play necessarily trying to get a touchdown, right, or a first down. Always, they're not. That's just not how it works. But uh, sometimes you're just showing a defense, not even for that game. Sometimes you're putting something on film for for future games. So, anyway, longest show ever. That'll do it. We will be back on Friday tomorrow with Jake Butt for our preview show. We'll do uh, another something on Saturday morning since it's a night game. We will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Peace.